the best way to predict the future is to create it. I realize that we talk about a lot of what you as the client have to do, but we don't talk about what the advisor should be doing. When you're going into retirement, what you should be looking for in an advisor. You want to make sure that your advisor has extensive tax knowledge. It is the single greatest variable that will impact your retirement. And most of them won't even touch it with a 10-foot pole. There's also a whole different thought process for distribution because at some point in time, you're going to have to spend that pile of money. If your advisor isn't a specialist in that distribution process, that distribution phase, you could be losing something unknowingly. When it comes to turning your finances over to an expert, there are three guiding lights to keep in mind. Clarity, simplicity, and certainty. Because let's face it, retirement planning is a whole different ballgame. You need the right expertise, which is why this episode of the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast is your go-to checklist before trusting a financial advisor with your precious assets and future well-being. Credentials? Check. Knowledge of asset drawdowns and tax implications? Double check. But wait, there's more. We are talking about their communication style and the quality of their team. These folks are going to be your financial BFFs, so choose wisely. And after tuning into this episode, you'll know exactly what to look for and what questions to ask. It's time to channel your inner fortune teller. Because as the computer scientist Alan Kay once said, the best way to predict the future is to create it. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom Podcast. Your host, Josh Brettle, is the owner of FSR Wealth Strategies. And for the last 20 plus years, Josh has been helping fine folks like you gain the confidence to make retirement the best part of your life. And me, who the heck am I? Well, I'm Dave. Hello. I'm Josh's longtime friend, co-host, and big fan of those cute little Furbies from back in the 90s. I really hope they make a comeback. All right, all right, all right. Enough of me talking. Let me that you let me and my introduction so you can enjoy the show. Today is the last day of school in Elmhurst Schools. Ooh, congratulations. So after today is summer. Love it. We don't get summer, but I still think summer is like this feeling of like this freedom, these new things you get to do. It's really a cool time. Yeah. But Missy and I were talking about it in regards to summers like you don't have to wake up at a certain time. Like the kids can wake up whenever they want to wake up. There's like these lazy mornings and... Her and I can sit outside and have a cup of coffee before we go to work. It's a wonderful time of the year. Despite my disdain for the temperature during the summer here mm-hmm. in Chicago land, I was telling Carla and Landon the same thing. In fact, I've been repeating it like every day. I love summer. I love when they're home. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's just kind of everything's a little bit slower. But yeah, I'm I'm pumped too. So are you, you're saying um, with summer here, I can just kind of come in like an 11 and leave at 12? No. Oh, no. But you can have coffee outside with your wife before you come in if you want. That's nice. We were talking about your disdain for heat, and I had the story I forgot to tell you. So there was uh, someone in our office yesterday 
we'll call him the perfect Ronald. Because, oh, yes, yes, yes. And yes. he knows you well. Mm-hmm. Um, his future son-in-law was there as well, and he knows you well. He does. But they were making fun of you for your disdain for heat. Mm-hmm. And I started to go, have you heard about his time at Brugger's? Mm-hmm. And they had not heard this. And they said, well, I said, well, when he was in high school, he was the manager of a Brugger's Bagels for like two years. And I would come in after hours and visit you, and I would find you in the freezer doing your paperwork. <laughs> okay, I thought that story was going to go a different route because I would also take my breaks in the cooler yes, and fall right. asleep. I about <laughs> yes. that. Our buddy Vince Luca worked with uh, worked with me there what, like one summer, I think, and uh, he's like, "Oh, schmee's in the cooler taking a nap." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss those days. So I have a cool story for you. This last week or Wednesday this week, it's kind of like everything's wrapping up at the end of the year. There's all sorts of things that they've been doing, performances and stuff like that. Well, Alex has been doing School of Rock now for like, I don't know, probably four or five months. And they've been learning three songs. It's the same three songs that we hear on repeat. And he is trying to learn the electric guitar. So he's got a little guitar. I think I've talked about this before. He's really into it. Well, Wednesday night was his performance. And we walk in, and it's a small room. It's probably about the size of where we're in right now. And it's got like eight kids in this band. So four drummers, three guitars, and like all this stuff. So to give the drummers all a chance, they play the songs over and over and over again. The guy who's, who's running it hands out earplugs at the beginning. He goes, here, guys, everyone put earplugs in. And like <laughs> the kids, they have a rule. Like all the kids have to wear ear protection. And I'm like, I go to concerts. I don't need ear protection. Oh, my God, I threw those things in so fast. Um, but I want to give you a, a taste of it here because I, I record a little bit of it. Oh, cool. Uh, see if you know what song this is. Um, it's been a long, long time. Wow. I mean, it was. It didn't sound this good. But Missy and I were thrilled. Like, Aww. I mean, it, it, that you guys all heard that. It did not sound great. But for a bunch of seven, eight, nine-year-olds, they were amazing. That's and watching awesome. my son go at it, it was like this really proud dad moment. Like, he's so into this guitar. I have a picture uh, I'll send you. You can post with the show notes, but no uh, videos. I have actually the video. I just that was I just played. There was a video. I'll, I'll we can play that out there. If you're co- comfortable sharing that, I think that'd be really cool yeah. to see. It was really cool. It was, it was a neat experience. The guy said too. Uh, he goes, if you ever can't make these in the future, we stream them live on their Facebook page. Oh, did, so he did, he doesn't have technical issues with streaming no, he Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Not like us. <laughs> we also tried something new this week. You and I did our first ever Java with Josh, which was. Supposed to be a timely current events type. It was almost a video podcast, if you will. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and do a monthly, and not uh, try to do them monthly. We're going to do them monthly. In fact, we have the next one set for for June twenty third, Wednesday the 23rd, Wednesday twenty third. It's, or... it's a Wednesday of that week. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's twenty third. But uh, if anyone wants to listen in, we'll link, we'll link to the we'll link to the uh, the landing page in our show notes. How about that? Because then you can opt in to get notifications when we're about to go live and stuff. Awesome. That sounds good. Awesome. You know, really quick about summer. Yesterday was Landon's last day. It was a half day. So I am notoriously late to pick him up. And I was three <laughs> minutes late again yesterday, but I got a spot right in front of the school. Don't know how. 
Uh, but it was really cool because it was just packed. I feel like every family from Briar Glen was there. And I get out of my car, I just hear all the students chanting, summer, summer, summer. I thought it was really cute. It's it so really cool. cool. I'm uh, Today's their last day. I'm going to pick them up. School out, kids out at 115 today. And I can't wait because mm. it's going to be a party. Like mm. Last year, last day of school, it rained. So like everyone's scattered. Mm-hmm. This year, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun to hang out. And in fact, there's a party going at my house right now that I'm not invited to. <laughs> uh, the moms? Missy is doing a last day of school momosas, she's calling it. it. Uh, I think there's like 30 some odd uh, moms over there that. Uh, oh, that's so cool. And I wanted to hang out and bring guys. And she goes, no, you're not invited. <laughs> so it was, uh, I get it. It was uh, fun. But. Well, Josh, we'll do our own thing when you're back from vacation. So yeah, actually, I want, I, this is another thing I want to tell you about. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm leaving for vacation tomorrow morning. I'm going to be gone out of the office for a week. And I'm running things around here. Yeah, that scares me. But mm-hmm. what scares me more is I almost spend more time with you mm. than I do with my wife. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be like the longest we've been separated yeah. for like six months now. <laughs> I promise I wouldn't get emotional live on a podcast, but it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be so lost without you. Actually, I'm going to send you videos of me eating the, the mangoes over there. Oh, there's nothing left oh, after today. They're in the shot, actually. We didn't oh. remove them. So now you see it here. I'm going to point with my pen. Right. There, the Sam's Club mangoes. Uh, we have found these dried mangoes from, mm. from Costco and Sam's Club that are out of this world. I do mention in one of my intros from a few podcasts ago, oh. a fan of the dried mangoes from Costco. <laughs> All right, well, we're about nine and a half minutes in, Josh. People are probably just hitting close on their podcast app, so let's get to it. Well, what I wanted to talk about today, and this comes from some conversations I've had in the last couple months. and. What you should look for as a retiree when you are hiring an advisor. Mm-hmm. What this is stemming from is I had someone in my office who I like a ton. And she says to me, she goes, you know, I've had my advisor for the last 20 years. We do the same thing over and over again. But now that we're getting close to retirement and I asked them, what should I be looking for? What's going to change? And they just said, oh, don't worry about it. Nothing we have to do. That didn't hit me right. I like them a lot as a person, but I'm worried I need to be learning more. I realize that we talk about a lot of what you as the client have to do, but we don't talk about what the advisor should be doing or what you should, when you're going into retirement, what you should be looking for in an advisor. So I want to spend a few minutes talking about that today. Perfect. And you've, you've heard me talk a lot. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. So you said I can nap while you take this? (laughs) Well, We'll see where we go with this here. We'll see where we go. And this first one is I was talking about this. This comes from Erin. She wanted me to make sure I point out the difference between accumulation and distribution. Mm. I think we talked about this on a prior episode. But the accumulation versus distribution phase. So accumulation is what everyone thinks about in your working years. It's the idea that you're saving for something. You're saving for retirement. Some people are saving for college. Sometimes you save for a new house or a car. You're earning money, so you're saving for something, and you're trying to build up this pile of money. There's one thought process for that, but there's also a whole different thought process for distribution because at some point in time, you're going to have to spend that pile of money. If your advisor isn't a specialist in that distribution process, that distribution phase, you could be losing something unknowingly. My father and I were discussing a great quote the other day, as he said, the best way to predict the future is to create it. 
Oh. I know. I thought that was huge. What's much deeper than mine? What was your What was your quote you were discussing with my father? All things being equal, fat people use more soap. I've lived my life to that motto. <laughs> that would explain a few things. In my, why it runs out so fast. I think I may have to write a new haiku about this. <laughs> You know, it's like when when Missy asked me as we're packing for vacation, how come my suitcase always is a lot a lot heavier? I said, well, my clothes are a lot bigger than yours. Right, right. Carla spends hours packing. I spend five minutes. I have like two pairs of pants and like three shirts, and it's 118 pounds. Uh-huh. It is, well, that's because like my pair of jeans, like there's like five times the cloth is one it's, of her pair of jeans. That's what so. I'm saying. Man, we are way off. We track. are way. You better fly through this. <laughs> so let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about what to look for in an advisor. And the first thing that we look for is experience and the fact that they work quite a bit with the distribution process. They're used to working with Social Security and pensions and taxes. Uh, they know how Medicare comes into play. They know how to to talk about the taxation on Social Security and and. Uh, they know investment strategies to limit volatility and all that fun stuff. So let's go through this a little bit. There's some things that are the same. There's some things a little bit different. But one is looking at qualifications and credentials. So look at their background. Look at their education. Make sure that they actually know what the heck they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two is a big one. This is the fiduciary duty. Um, the fiduciary standard is something that's becoming more and more regular out there. Um, but what that says is that you have to do as an advisor whatever is in the best interest of your client, no matter what. There's a lot of advisors that still operate on a suitability standard. So it, all that says is, hey, you only have to do what you think is good for the client. It may not be the best, but it can be good for them. And it's a, it's a different mindset that's there. So the fiduciary is, is a big thing that's out there. Uh, we talked about the specialization. I think that's important. Something else is a transparent fee structure. Mm. You want to know what you're paying. Um, in today's day and age with technology, the cost of the investments should not be the one that's that's paying your advisor. Charging a flat fee is is huge. And if the fee isn't sitting there right on your statement so you know exactly what they're charging you, there's something wrong there. They're hiding something from you that's out there. So this next one I always liked, I like as well. We've been doing this for a while, but Asking for references and reviews. As an advisor, we've been told over and over again, in fact, the the rule was the SEC always said, you can't get reviews. You can't ask people to give you reviews. Well, that law changed um, this year. Now, there's a lot of compliance things around it, but as long as the advisor is following good practices, they can actually give out reviews now. So ask for them. Um, It's no different. I mean, this is a big decision in your life. So you should see what other people are looking for there. Mm -hmm. This last, this is not last, last one, man. Our our <laughs> listeners wish uh, this next one here. The comprehensive financial planning. There's a lot that goes into retirement planning, income planning, investment management, tax planning, estate planning, uh, risk management. Uh, we talked about Medicare, even knowing the legal side of it. If they're just focusing on your investments, this is not someone who's you're looking for for retirement. They they need to be able to incorporate everything. In your accumulation years, it's really the only thing you have control over. We talk about this in the workshops. So if that's all they focus on, great. But in your distribution years, it becomes immensely important. 
this next one people don't talk about mm. and compatibility and communication. Mm. You have to like your advisor. Like you like me. Like I like you. You mm. actually, we've said this before, you bring a great tone to this office mm. and it's a friendly, warm tone. And we have said before, like we get along great. Our, our office has a great culture and you know, we'll often say, like, what if the person doesn't like this? And we're like, well, then we don't want them as a client. Like, we get to choose yeah. who we work with. Yeah. But the reverse is true. You have mm -hmm. to like the advisor because you're going to spend a lot of time. You're going to put a lot of trust, a lot of faith in them. And if you don't like them, there's others out there. And I'm, you're not hurting my feelings. So we always get to say we get to choose who we work with and you get to choose who you work with. So make sure that you you get along quite well with them. I make it a point to tell everybody like, look, I know you love me, but I'm not going to be the one you're talking to all the time. So you got to like Josh. <laughs> you got to do it because to be honest, if people were coming to work with me, you'd have a line out the door. Uh, we would. And yeah. we'd also have attorneys out the door wanting to, wanting to get to know you a little bit better. Erroneous, I tell you. So the next one is... A big one, it's clarity. I always say there, there, there's three things that a client is looking for. Clarity, simplicity, and certainty. So they want to have the ability to understand what you're, you know, make it very clear what you're offering, what you're telling them to do, what your suggestions are. Make it simple for them to execute and let them know that there's some certainty behind it, that this is what, you know, this is, there's a reason you want to do that. So they need to be able to give you good, clear information. That's why I've long suggested you just present everything in haiku form. <laughs> I am not um, the literary mastermind that mm. you are, mm. so <laughs> I you know I barely understand the difference between a uh, metaphor and a simile. Simile. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sure. So haikus mm. you know, not your thing. No, I'm more of a limerick guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. This one can become tougher, but I do always encourage, find out what the what, what education the advisor is continuously having. Make sure that they understand that there's things that are constantly changing, they're being updated. And then before we get into the biggest part, mm -hmm. make sure they're accessible and available. Mm -hmm. And make sure that they have a team behind them that you like. So for example, in our office, we work as a, as a really tight-knit team where you may talk to me, you're also talking to Aaron and Sean and my father and Chuck. Our client service team, they, they can all pick up a lot of things that go out there. There's very rarely a financial emergency, but if there is, you want to make sure there's always someone available for you to talk to. Does that make sense, David? Crystal clear, baby. All right. Now, this last one is the biggest. Mm. I kind of saved the best for last, and this is the tax knowledge. You want to make sure... Hold on. Hold on. Hashtag tax nerd. I know. I deserve that, Al. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you want to make sure that your advisor has extensive tax knowledge. It is the single greatest variable that will impact your retirement. And most of them won't even touch it with a 10-foot pole, especially if they're not retirement specialists. So I want to go through some of the tax things we want to look at here. They want to make sure you have withdrawal strategies. They have a variety of different withdrawal strategies. It can help you with RMDs, where to take money from, you know, what's going to be best for your situation. They want to be a good with Social Security optimization because, believe it or not, taxes will impact when you should take Social Security. And should you wait, should your spouse wait, should you take it early, all that fun stuff that comes in. Tax-efficient investments. We did a whole series on tax-efficient investments. And it's amazing to see how many people come in with portfolios that with just some tax optimization could earn them an extra couple percent completely risk-free. 
and all you did was minimize the tax drag that comes in there. Mm -hmm. You know, that has to do with capital gains and tax loss harvesting, all of those fun things. Mm -hmm. Understanding the different tax advantage accounts, IRAs, Roth IRAs, when to move them, uh, even HSAs. HSAs can, can play a big role into people's retirement if uh, if started young enough that comes in there. Health savings accounts. I know. Oh, look is. at you. You're, I mean, I was throwing acronyms out there and you got it right away. Here's why. I have been yelled at no less than 24 times in my uh, marriage with Carla for forgetting to use our HSA card when I go to the doctor <laughs> or eye doctor or whatever. So that's ingrained in my brain. Well, let her know yeah. it can actually be a savings tool. If you don't need to use it, that money can grow tax-free and you can actually use it for retirement. Let me make a note of this really quick. Yeah. Tell Carla that, would you? Yeah. Well, she's listening. Yeah, she always does. <laughs> yeah. So Bex, would you tell Carla that next time you talk to her <laughs> when you, after you're listening to this and your world travels? Oh, David. David. <laughs> um, <laughs> Estate and tax, estate tax inheritance. This is this is going to become a bigger and bigger issue, especially as inflation kicks into play. We're seeing people with bigger and bigger estates that a couple of years ago didn't have estate tax issues, but now do. So make sure your advisor knows what they're talking about with estate taxes. That they're looking at different tax law changes. They know what tax laws are coming down the pipe um, because it's not just you're not just planning for now. You're planning for the rest of your life and know what's what's changing in the future. Um, and lastly is that they have a good team behind them mm. because they need to have a good estate planning attorney or a couple good estate planning attorneys. They need to have good CPAs that they can reference that when they're giving advice, they can actually back it up. So, Aren't you a CPA? I am a CPA, but if someone's listening to this in a different state or as I said before, maybe they don't like me. Maybe I'm not a – you know, you and I are you know, too goofy or whatever. That's okay with me. Yeah. But find someone who has – you know, not, most advisors are not CPAs. So I'm lucky to be one, but you know, even if they don't choose me as an advisor, they should find somebody who who has that tax knowledge that mm -hmm. comes out there. But that's what's it. I, I want to list those things and uh, make sure that people understood that the difference is they're looking through that accumulation to distribution, and when they're really looking for that clarity and that simplicity and that certainty, and the certainty comes to their life. And it's kind of my dad and I were talking before, not your your soap comment, mm. but the best way to predict your future is to create it. That's that certainty and that clarity and that simplicity can often create that certainty as it comes into play. You came back to the three words. I did because I looked at you, write them down. And you're like, he's not talking about yeah. those enough. Yeah, I do like it, Josh. So, well, okay. This was short and sweet. I do think we as I put in the, in the chapter markers, two BFFs catching up on life. I think we probably spent more time on that than we did with. But this is nice. I like these. I like these fluffy episodes. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a fun one. This is a good one. I thought these are totally cool. Were you thinking the same thing I was thinking? Time to dance. Yeah, were you, you ready to dance? Yeah, I'm ready to dance. Wiggle a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm really thinking of bird noises. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? What? Okay. Hey, Mr. Josh. Let's take a break. You've been talking for so long. And, and my ears, ears are sore. So let's not make them snore. Nope. Listening shouldn't be a charm. No way. So let's get to know Josh and David. Watch a rating soar. Cock a doodle doo. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Cockle doodle doo. That is a time tested, never gets old bird noise. Yeah. I don't think those birds fly either. We're talking, I mean, it's supposed to be sore, and I don't think those birds fly. But Hey, you know what? Do roosters fly? 
In our world, they can. They do. Yeah. Why not? Sorry. Uh, okay. I assume you have a question because you didn't let me get, pick one out of the podcast. Nope. Deck, so. I got a question for you oh, today. Oh, boy. All right. And I'm going to go back to our beginning. Let's do it. Summer starts today. Mm-hmm. What is one thing on your summer bucket list that you are looking forward to? Would this include like predetermined travel or something that we haven't scheduled yet but want to? It could be something you're really excited for this summer. Okay. I mean, if you've got a big trip coming up. Yeah, we are scheduled to go to Colorado. That's going to be more of a chore than anything. Love you, family. Just kidding. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's not because you're going with your family. You're going to visit your extended yeah. family. All right, I got something, and it may sound super silly, but y'all know me. I'm a simple guy. We're going to the Chicago Dogs game for my birthday on nice. June fourth. Yeah, my old man's in town. Big Mike from Colorado. You've heard that name come up. That's Big Mike. Yeah. Dad. If we were a sports talk show, he'd be like the number one call-in guy. <laughs> always Big Mike from Colorado's on the line again. Big Mike. Oh, shoot. I may have just ruined the surprise. Well, it's for my birthday, Dad, not for you. But we're going to the Chicago Dogs game. Actually, you won't hear this until after we already go. So it's going to be a win-win. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, we got a trip to, to Colorado coming up, which is going to be cool. We're going to do boat rides. We're going to do uh, river rafting. That's wow. all cool. But... To me, Chicago Dogs game sounds awesome. You know what? Chicago Dogs, for those of you that don't know, is this local minor league baseball team, and it's right by O'Hare Airport. And what they've they've really made entertainment a part – like they've brought entertainment to baseball, mm-hmm. and it's really a lot of fun to go. Mm-hmm. And you can park right there for really yes. cheap. Yes. You walk right in. The stadium's super friendly. I think hot dogs are like a dollar. It's yeah, food, food's, food's not like Wrigley, but it's not super cheap. It's no. good. It's just oh, – it's well run. It's yeah. really fun. It truly is. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Let's flip it around and reverse it to you. Well, here's what I'm looking forward to this summer. Okay. My kids have finally become good swimmers. Ooh. And up until this point, like, they've been terrified of water and, like, I've been terrified of them near water. But they've spent this winter learning to swim. I can't wait this summer to go to water parks. Ooh. I want to go to as many water parks with these kids as we can because I think – I remember it was my childhood. Like my parents would take us to a water park and my dad and I going down all these slides and do all these things. And I can't wait to do that with them. So oh, I'm sure man. I'll like break my back going on a slide <laughs> or whatever. But uh, I'm, I'm truly looking forward to that. Do you have any booked? We are taking the kids to the Bahamas and our hotel has a water park in it cool. type thing. But no, even the little things like I'll just we'll go to Rockford or you know somewhere around here. Yeah, and, uh, right. That's cool. Park. Hey, you go to uh, Bahamas. I'll just set up my slip and slide in the backyard. Same thing though. We're totally cool. No oh yeah, well, us, you have yeah. a water park in your backyard. Yeah, slip, mm-hmm, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> if the weeds and rocks don't kill you, the slip and slide will. All right, um, Dave. Yeah, I got a question. What's that? Are you going to relate to anybody today? Dave relates to retirees. You accused me earlier of trying to sneak a peek at what your yeah. DR2R is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You asked if I can uh, relate to retirees. It's actually kind of cool because we're going to circle back because you mentioned Brugger's Bagels at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, and you had no idea that that would be my DR2R. Uh-uh. And when you told me about the, the theme of today's episode, kind of like what you should be looking for and asking for in an advisor... I remember one of my advisors when I was young, <laughs> when I was starting, <laughs> when I was starting my illustrious career at Brugger's Bagels. We've talked about this several times. You know Brugger's well. His name. He was our lead baker for a while. His name was Temba Fakud. Do you remember, I remember Temba? You remember Temba? Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. And he taught me many things in life, most of them being inappropriate now. However, at the time, he was he was a very, very crafty 
chef. I'm going to, I'm going to say chef. That's probably giving him too much credit, but so our, our, our office, our restaurant is about a block from jewel. He would combine ingredients and he, uh, he taught me how to just use a few ingredients to make some really good food. And I think partially I'm thinking about it now that could have what inspired me to take cooking classes and, and start in culinary school, but something simple like just cucumber with lemon and salt. Like I, I blew my mind. He would do, um, he would take the locks, like the salmon and different like ingredients and just like go to town and it was the best. He would make it for everybody that was working that day. But my, my single favorite thing he did was he would just simply <laughs> go buy bulbs of garlic. You know, I take out mm -hmm. the cloves and just like olive oil and salt, throw them in the same oven that we made bagels in and <laughs> staff would all be eating like popping like cloves of garlic at a time. So yeah, roasted garlic, popping garlic. I mean, this was my guy. This was my advisor. He would also Temba. like Temba, Temba, man. He would make us all kind of pause when there was no customers in there and like dance. Like he would turn the music up and dance. Like he was just the happiest dude. And so it gave me a new perspective. Like, you know, I took myself too seriously in high school a little bit. That was my guy, Temba, Temba Fakud. So yeah, retirees, I get it. You need someone in your life like Temba or Josh to get you through. Take it away. Okay. Now look, you were the beneficiary of my Brugger's Bagels career. I love Brugger's Bagels. Mm -hmm. I miss Brugger's Bagels. Mm -hmm. I remember Temba. Mm -hmm. First off, in high school, you took yourself too seriously, huh? Uh, that's, uh, that's a shock to me. Uh, and we're not going to go into what I mean by that, but there were certain aspects of my life back then I took way too seriously, yes. Um, huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so, Mr. Temba, let me let me try and stretch this. Mm -hmm. is, 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 wrap it around here. Let's do it. Um, you were compatible with him. You saw a leadership in him that you needed at that point in time in your life. Yeah. You came up a very serious high school career very. that you needed somebody to lead you down a path to open yourself up to new experiences like roasted garlic. Roasted garlic. And Dance Temba at that time was able to do that for you. Now, you didn't really seek Temba out. He just kind of found you. But what I'm telling retirees is seek it out and know what you're looking for. You didn't know what you were looking for. And imagine if you said to yourself, man, I need someone to show me how to open myself up to fun new experiences. And you found Temba and you're right there. What I'm telling people who are retirees and from that distribution phase is... You should know what you're looking for and go out and find it because Temba won't always be there just waiting for you. Yeah. Okay. But I also love roasted garlic. If anybody wants to, me to make some roasted you. garlic, I'd be happy to do that for you. I'm telling you. Uh, he's another go-to, Josh. That was, that was a nice full house moment. Not, you know, I think, again, having a fluffy episode plus a super random DR2R <laughs> leads you to having a shorter full house moment. Um, poppy seed bagel, butter, melted cheese. You think, ugh, try it. It's life changing. All right, Ooh, that's another Temba, Temba specialty. Bagel spot here in Elmhurst. That's good. I'm gonna Google Temba. See, see if he's still around. There can't be many Temba foods. Foods cannot be. <laughs> cannot so. be. That's my boy. All right. Uh, so Josh, um, what else we got going on here? It's summertime. I mean, literally, yeah. we shut this bad boy down. I'm like out of here. Yeah. And summer gets crazy for everybody. So what Josh and I are going to encourage you to do is head on over fsrwealth.com slash podcast. Make sure your name is on our email club list so you never miss a new episodes. Because they're always as good as this one. If not better. And remember, we have our monthly job with Josh. June 23rd. 
June 23rd or whatever that mm, day is. Yeah, <laughs> right, somewhere in there. Yeah. Is, 21st, 23rd. Uh, yeah, because we're going to start having some fun around here. We are. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Temba. Temba. <laughs> All right. And we still haven't come up with new clothes. So for now, we're just going to say enjoy summer, enjoy your mangoes, and bye. bye. That was a nice way to end it. Hashtag tax nerd. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of its publication and are subject to change.